When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's always smart to know what's going on. Now on FM 1071. Red Funky Friday. Don't you love it, Jimmy, when everything works? <laughs> That'd be kind of a cool deal, wouldn't it? Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Red Funky Friday. There's Don, there's Jimmy, there's Elaine right over there. My name's Trey, and thank you for listening. 210 we say red uh, Friday because uh, remember everyone deployed. We wear red. We've been doing that for years on this show. Others have adopted it. And I'm so happy that they have. The competitions adopted it. Others have, and I'm so happy that they have because uh, it, you know it's a, it's a big thing. And also, uh, it's Funky Friday. We like to get the funk on on Friday, so that's our theme song there. We want the funk. We play that at five and six to open those hours, and throughout the hour, we play a lot of funk for you as well to get your weekend started just right, just right. Okay. So, anyway, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. All right, we got a bunch of stories to talk about this morning, and I want to start where we started yesterday. I'm going to dive back into the fentanyl thing a little bit, okay? More young people are dying from fentanyl in America than they are from school shootings, Let me say that again. More young people are dying from fentanyl in America than they are from school shootings. And yet, there's silence from Joe Biden and the Democrats. The very same president and the very same political party that anytime there is a school shooting, they scream as loud as they can for gun control. We need to get these weapons of war off the street. Remember, Joe? Joe's been talking now. He talked all last week about, I'm going to get, I'm going to take away those weapons of war, assault weapons. I'm going to take them away. He said that all week last week. They say that any time that there is a school shooting. And they do it, as you well know, immediately. I mean, the kids are still lying dead in the class. And they start immediately screaming for Guns to be taken away from law-abiding American citizens. And what it does is it just reveals their actual goal, which is to disarm law-abiding citizens of the United States so they can control you. They can't control you as long as you're armed. Jo- Joe says he can because he's, he says he's got the F-15s and the Hellfire missiles. And I'll control you that way, he says. But the fact of the matter is, They're total hypocrites because more young people in America are dying from fentanyl overdose than they are from school shootings. That's just fact. So there's silence on doing anything to stop the fentanyl from coming into the country. Joe has yet to mention fentanyl. The Democrats have yet to mention fentanyl. They haven't said anything about controlling the border. Not one thing, not a word. 
They haven't said anything about the cartels, as our governor has said. Not one word. Nothing has been said about that. They haven't said anything about China. The only thing Joe has said about China is how he's interested in working more closely with China and all these other things. But he he hasn't said anything about how China is actually um, supplying the chemicals that the cartels are using to cook up the fentanyl to kill our children. And yet, if there is a school shooting, and when there is a school shooting, they'll jump up and down about taking guns away from law-abiding American citizens. Do you see what I'm getting at here? As far as Joe Biden and the Democrats are concerned, the enemy or enemies of the United States are law-abiding citizens within our within our own borders here that call themselves Republicans. And remember, he, he said, please help me get rid of these people that are a threat to our country. And you had a guy run over, you had a 41-year-old man in cold-blooded murder run over an 18-year-old and kill him and said he was an extremist Republican. And yet... Joe has yet to give a speech in front of a red wall or a green wall or a purple wall or a blue wall or any kind of wall and scream and shout about China making the chemicals to send to the cartels. And Joe has yet to stand in front of any kind of wall again with the Marines behind him and scream and shout about the cartels who are cooking this stuff up and flooding, flooding our southern border with fentanyl that is making it into the hands of our kids. And many, many, many times, folks, the kids who are getting this and who are dying from it, they don't even know that it is fentanyl. Now let's talk for just a second about the drug itself. We're not talking about the prescription fentanyl. The fentanyl that is on the street is many, many, many times more potent than the prescription fentanyl. It is extremely dangerous. In some cases, just the touch or the inhalation of the dust can kill you. And a few pills can wipe out entire cities and towns. And there are people out there driving around right now in different places that have enough pills in their possession to wipe out an entire city, an entire state in some cases. It's that potent. It is that dangerous. And what's happening now, and ABC has a story about this this morning, by the way. What's happening now are these kids are going online and they're ordering what they think is Percocet. Because, well, in one instance, a young man who was a high school football player had an injured back. He was in a lot of pain. So he went online and ordered Percocet to deal with it. In 15 minutes after taking a Percocet pill, he was dead because it wasn't Percocet. It was fentanyl. And that's what's happening. They're getting their hands on hydrocodone, thinking, man, this is going to help me with my pain. And the next thing you know, they're dead because it wasn't hydrocodone. It wasn't Xanax. It wasn't aspirin. It wasn't Tylenol. It was fentanyl, street-grade fentanyl. Chemicals made in China, routed through the cartels, onto the streets of America by all the people that are coming across the southern border, flowing into America, bringing fentanyl, killing our children. And yet, you can have 100,000 people killed in one year from this. And not a word said by Joe Biden of the Democrats. Not one word. Not a word. 
and you have a shooting at a school in Uvalde and they want to take the guns away from law-abiding citizens. It's screwy. Their thinking is completely screwy. I want to point something else out. You and I, if you fly anywhere in America, now think about this. If you fly in America, and I do all the time, Nancy and I own a travel company, and we go on these conferences and all that kind of stuff, so I do fly. You, when you go to the airport, you go through more security checks at the airport as a law-abiding citizen than the people coming across the southern border. Now think about that for a minute. We invest tens of millions of dollars every year so that the blue shirts over at the airport, and this is not speaking ill of them, so the blue shirts over the airport can have you take your shoes off, look in your panties, and make sure that everything is okay inside your suitcase so an airplane doesn't get hijacked or blown up because we're all scared spitless after 9-11. Folks, 9-11 was horrific. What a terrible moment in our history. We just went through the anniversary. It was awful. But 2,900 people died. 2,900. 100,000 died in one year, this past year, from February to February, from fentanyl. And yet the border's wide open, and that's where it's coming from. They're just walking across. Do they go through a metal detector? No. Are there blue shirts down there? No. Do any of them have to, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but do any of them have to take their shoes off? Do they look in anybody's bag? No. They're just welcome. They're waved in. They're just, come on. Hey, come on, come on, come on. Like cattle. They open a gate, and they just come on in the country like cattle. But you, as a law-abiding citizen who loves this country, go El Alparto right now and try to get on an airplane. They're going to half strip you naked. In some cases, they're going to give you an x-ray that the doctor didn't order. You ain't got nothing on your body. (laughs) They're restricting you to three ounces or less of liquid. You! But down at the border, bring all the fentanyl you can bring. And here's what's really insidious about it now. They're making it look like sweet tarts, and Halloween's coming. Looks like sweet tarts. More than a dozen states' uh, attorney generals are begging Joe Biden to declare fentanyl weapon of mass destruction because that's what it is. If China were to launch a missile into California today, and 100,000 Californians died, what do you think the response of the United States of America would be? Do you think it would be crickets? Would it be crickets? Would it be silence? Or would we respond with such overwhelming force that the rest of the world would know, don't blow up Los Angeles? But it's okay for 100,000 to die from fentanyl poisoning when you're... And crickets? Crickets. Nobody says a thing. These attorney generals are saying it's a weapon of mass destruction. It's as if 
Those guys, remember after 9-11, those guys that were going to Times Square and they were trying to set off dirty bombs in Times Square and the guys at the hot dog stand were catching them? Do you remember that? It's as if those guys had been successful in Times Square and wiped out 100,000 people in one shot. What do you think the response would be? We went into Iraq. We sent our men and women to war in the Middle East over 2,900 deaths on 9-11. 2,900, 2,900. 100,000 have died in one year, and there's no response whatsoever. None. Fentanyl is a weapon of mass destruction. It is. The Biden Democrats are claiming that Republicans are the terrorists and they're a threat to America. That parents who go to school board meetings because girls are being raped by boys dressed as girls in the bathroom, they go to school board meetings and they get upset about that, as they should. Well, those are the terrorists. Those are domestic terrorists. The guys who took a big selfie on January 6th, those are the domestic terrorists. They didn't kill a soul. Doing nothing about fentanyl is killing future generations of Americans. And that, my friends, is the real threat to democracy. Not a guy with a red cap on that says, make America great again. Not a guy who's driving around San Antonio with a Trump flag off the back of his pickup truck. He's not the threat to democracy. China, who's making the crap. Sending it to the cartels, who's cooking it up, and then sending it across Joe Biden's open border. So in a way, as Joe Biden refuses, and the Democrats refuse to address this issue, in a way, aren't they responsible for the deaths of these children? Aren't they? Of course they are. Because, listen, here's their logic. Use their logic on them. Every time there's a school shooting, they say, you, as a law-abiding gun owner in this country, you're responsible. The NRA, if you're a member of the NRA, if you're a member of Responsible Gun Owners of America, you're responsible for the deaths of those children. That's what we hear from them every time. You're responsible. You're a gun owner. You belong to the NRA. You belong to Responsible Gun Owners of America. You're responsible for what happened in Uvalde. So, Joe... Democrats, you guys are responsible for our children dying from fentanyl. You have yet to address the issue. You have yet to do anything. Now, Ron DeSantis is doing something about China, and I'm going to tell you what he's doing. We've got other uh, topics to get into as well. We'll take a quick break. Trey Ware, KTSA. Online at KTSA.com. Is this racist? No? Play that funky music, you white boy. <laughs> As if, what, white boys can't play funky music or what? Apparently they can. Well, look, Jimmy's playing it right now. So good. Well, we, he just did like the inch with his finger. He said they can only play a little bit of yeah. funky music. Right. Typically, no, they can't. Right. Except I was playing for you a little funk this morning, was yeah, I not, on my phone? Yeah. Um, the live version, 1982 Montro, Stevie Ray Vaughan with the Trey Ware theme song, Pride and Joy. Playing a guitar that had been previously owned by Christopher Cross, 69 graduate of Alabama Heights High School. The video's on my Facebook page if you want to see it, but he was a very, very young Stevie at the time 
smoking Montreux. Yeah. And they didn't know. They were all smoking, so they had no idea what was up there on that stage. Well, he, was his, he was in his 20s when that yes, sir. Yes, sir. He was just a kid, man. Yeah. Early 20s, in fact. All 110 pounds of yeah, Well, remember, you know. 70 pounds of that was hands. That's right. Yeah. yeah, he had the biggest hands on planet Earth. <laughs> and he, he started gigging at 15. Yeah. So, you know, keep in mind, he'd been around forever by the time he passed away at 34. Is he 34? Yeah, 34, 35. Yeah, something like that. Awful young. Yeah. And the legends of Jimmy and the other older people kicking Stevie, like, get out of here, little kid, uh-huh. little brother. What are you doing? And he right. would just bug Jimmy trying to get in and sure. play. Well, he went out in California and lived with those guys for a while and uh, and did very well, you know, and so came back here and started kicking it. All right, so I've told you for a long time that Ron DeSantis is my president, right? And is the man perfect? Of course not. But he is a fighter. He's a scrappy dude, and he's fighting against all the stuff that you and I talk about every day. He is bringing it, in fact. And he's going after China, and I'm going to tell you after the bottom of the hour news what he's doing. And then, of course, we got a little reality TV going on down at city council. We have a couple of lovebirds that are involved in a relationship. And they're both on city council. Were involved in a relationship. They're both on city council now. And they're fighting and had a little spat that made the girl cry uh, over, you know, this this CPS uh, rebate. So I'll have a few comments about that other than how stupid is all this. And Ron Nirenberg has got to step in today and do something about it. I, I, I have no idea uh, what he's going to do. And, you know, whether or not he even needs to do anything, you know, whether or not he is justified in needing to, to do anything in this case at all. But I, I'll, leave, I'll leave that up to you. You can decide. I'll give you the facts when we come back uh, and let you decide what, uh, what you think about the stupidity that's going on. It's, it's, it's what you get when you get kids. There are a bunch of stupid kids that are down at the city council, with the exception of Clayton Perry. He's the only one that's got any common sense. And, uh, yeah, and maturity. Yeah, they need to give us our money back. That's exactly right. And they're they're going to give you about $10 or $0.10 cents out of it, Elaine. They're going to keep the rest of it and spread it around. But anyway. And then, um, you, you know how these things become normal? And, and right now, the nonsense of pronoun, the pronoun nonsense, they're normalizing it. And I'm going to explain that to you coming up. And I do want to continue, in fact, after 6 o'clock, I'm going to talk some more about the fentanyl situation like I did uh, this half hour. So all that's coming up on a funky Friday. Trey Ware, KTSA. Right over there at the Sunken Gardens Theater. About 1975. That cool little band called War. It's a 537 at KTSA. Welcome to Red Friday, Funky Friday. If you're just now waking up and you want to hear my uh, opening monologue, it's up at the Treyware page at KTSA.com. Um, it's about the fentanyl crisis, and uh, I, I, it's just, it is so out of control at this point, and the hypocrisy coming from Biden and the Democrats is glaring hypocrisy. It's all there, the Treyware page at KTSA.com. Interwoven in a lot of things that are going wrong in the world today is China. You know, China exported COVID to all of us around the world, and I believe they did it intentionally. I believe it was a weapon of mass destruction unleashed on humanity and right here in the United States. And that's exactly what I believe is going on with fentanyl right now. It's a weapon of mass destruction. I agree with the more than dozen attorney generals from states all over the country begging Joe Biden 
to declare fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction so it can be treated that way. And I also agree with our Governor Greg Abbott that these groups need to be called terrorist organizations. And I would take it one step further than, than our governor has. He's, he's saying the cartels need to be called and designated as terrorist groups. I think China needs to be declared a state sponsor of terrorism. I think COVID was a weapon of terrorism, and I, I also believe that what's happening right now with, with fentanyl is also a weapon of terrorism used against the West. They are also saddling up next to Vladimir Putin to uh, give him the nuclear capabilities. Now, he, he already has the most nuclear weapons on planet Earth, but China says they're going to have his back should he use those nuclear weapons. And if you don't know about what's going on with Ukraine lately and, and Russia and Vladimir Putin, you need to read or watch Tucker Carlson on Fox News from last night. That the goal now of the Biden administration and the Democrats is regime change, getting rid of Vladimir Putin, which is the thing I started to say at the very beginning of this war, that the West's goal was to get rid of Vladimir Putin. And the reason they wanted to get rid of Vladimir Putin is 2016 that these radical Democrats that are in charge of our government right now have not gotten over their butt hurt of 2016 and, and that Vladimir Putin needs to pay a price and he's got to go, and they want him gone. There was a peace deal that had been negotiated in April between Vladimir Putin and the folks in Ukraine, and along comes the Biden administration says, nope, we're not going to go along with it because it doesn't include regime change. So if it leads to nuclear war, well, so be it. Anyway, I, you've heard me say many times that my president is Ron DeSantis. And why I like Ron DeSantis is he is a refined Donald Trump. He's a fighter. He's scrappy. He gives it right back. You know, the whole thing with flying the illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard did more in that one flight to bring attention to the plight of what's going on at our southern border than just about anything else with the exclusion of what our own governor has been doing by taking them up there by busload after busload after busload. Finally, the media had to jump on board and realize and talk about how brown people are coming across the border and they made it here to my beautiful mother's vineyard. He's doing a lot of things that a lot of us have been begging for somebody to do for a long time, and that is fight back against the onslaught of the left trying to destroy this country. So he did another big thing yesterday. He signed executive actions and legislative proposals aimed at combating the influence of China and other hostile foreign nations in the state of Florida. Javier, he understands that his jurisdiction is the state of Florida. He's addressing threats posed by China, Cuba, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Syria, and Venezuela in cyberspace, real estate, and academia. And what he's doing, he set out to block those countries from being able to engage in espionage or influence operations within Florida and preventing purchases of agricultural land and land surrounding military bases by those governments or their agents. What's been going on federally is Joe Biden and the Biden Democrats are allowing the Chinese to buy land right next to our military bases. And as they buy land next to our military bases, they are, of course, spying on what's going on in our military bases. Joe Biden and the Democrats are also allowing cyber threats from China to invade our computers so they know what's going on. They're stealing our intellectual property. 
the Joe Biden and the Democrats are also allowing China to buy up agricultural land and control the food supply in America. So we are left as, you know, just sitting here on our hands, not doing anything about this, while the Chinese are moving in and taking over the country bit by bit and piece by piece. They've already moved into the southern hemisphere. Watch Tucker last night. You'll learn what they were doing, what they're doing now in Brazil. It's absolutely frightening what they're doing in Brazil right now. But uh, Ron DeSantis over in Florida has signed an executive order, effective immediately, brilliant, prohibiting government entities in Florida from procuring technology products and services from companies owned by, controlled by, or domiciled in foreign countries of concern. The governor also proposed legislative action that would ban government organizations from contracting with companies owned by, controlled by, or domiciled in hostile foreign countries if the contract would provide access to personal information of the state's uh, residents. So, bottom line is, he has cut off Florida from purchasing. I'm talking about the, the, the government of Florida. They're not allowed to purchase anything from China now. And that means they can't purchase, you know, stuff that to, to run the government of Florida. All of it has to be purchased in the United States or in an ally of the United States. So their government infrastructure is now going to be based on stuff that we buy either from ourselves or from our friends. Now, that's the way it should be. Now, can you imagine, for one second, this is one state out of 50, can you imagine if just a handful of other states, let's just say the other red states in America were to do that and they were to say, you know what, for our official government business, we're not going to tell the private sector what to do, but for our official government business, we're not going to do business with China. Can you imagine? No? Let me take that one step further. Can you imagine if Joe Biden were to stand up and to say, the federal government of the United States, I'm not talking about the private sector. If Walmart still wants to buy Chinese junk, they can. If you still want to buy a Chinese junky computer, you can. We're not going to tell the private sector what to do. But as far as the public sector is concerned, as far as the federal government is concerned, we're not going to buy any more Chinese products. That's it. We're done. Until they stop this fentanyl crap. Can you imagine how quick the Chinese government would stop processing, making, and shipping fentanyl to the cartels? Can you imagine how fast that would happen? That's all that needs to happen. You don't have to say we're not going to import your goods anymore. You don't have to say the private sector. You don't have to do anything with the private sector. All you have to say is like Ron DeSantis did in Florida. This is why he's going to be a phenomenal president because he doesn't take any crap. He's going to be such a great president for this country. He is telling China, the, the state of Florida, our official capacity, we're not doing business with you. We're not going to buy computers from you. We're not buying cell phones from you. We're not buying anything from you in official capacity. Now, our citizens can. I'm not going to tell our citizens what to do. But as far as the government of Florida is concerned, we're not spending another dime with you, China. And, of course, Iran and these other Venezuela, these other countries that I named that are also hell-bent on destroying our country, sending criminals here. And yet, get this, we're still, we are still sending billions of taxpayer dollars down to Venezuela as they open their prisons and send their rapists and murderers up here 
Joe Biden and the Democrats who control our government right now are still sending billions of dollars to Venezuela. Why? Why are we doing that? Why? I'll take that one step further. Why are we still giving Mexico about $20 billion, U.S. taxpayer dollars a year, when they don't stop it there? They're doing nothing to interdict on on, uh, on fentanyl or on the border crisis. Nothing. Zero. Why are we still sending our money down there when we're under attack? It's it's an attack on our country. It's an invasion of our country. And yet they're not doing anything about it. I would love to see the other governors from the from the red states say, you know what, we're going to do what DeSantis is doing, and we're just not going to do business with these people anymore. If you're in Venezuela and you're sending people up here, we're not going to do business with you guys anymore. If you're in China and you're sending the crap over to the cartels so they can cook it and kill our kids, we're not going to do business with you guys anymore. Not going to buy another thing from you. If Greg Abbott were to do that, can you imagine? You know how much money we spend in Chinese goods every year? It's amazing. So anyway, uh, good on Ron DeSantis for doing that. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Rest of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Morris day in a time. Give me some jungle love, baby. Mm. Now, Jerome, where are you? Mm. Hey, you want to see a really cool video? Just go on YouTube and look up Morris Day at a Time and Bruno Mars' tribute to Prince. I think it was the Grammys about uh, five or six years ago, something like that. Right. I don't know exactly the time. Mm-hmm. But Morris Day at a Time came out, they did this, and they did a bird. Mm-hmm. And then Bruno Mars comes out, and he did Let's Go Crazy. Whoo, wow. It'll just knock your lights out, baby. It's it's really good, really good. I don't know about you, but in the movie Purple Rain, yeah. I thought Morris Day stole the show. He did steal the show. <laughs> it was he's, phenomenal. Do you know he's about 95? <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. But, you know, he's he's up there in years. He's still stealing the show. Yeah. He and was great. J- Jerome is one of the best looking and greatest dancing men I've ever seen in yeah. my life, man. He, do- he does it while holding a giant mirror under his <laughs> giant arm. Giant mirror. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> and beating on a on a snare drum on yeah. a side, and they are fantastic. I love their work, man. Yeah, I saw him one time on uh, on Fremont Street in uh, in Las Vegas. And you know, just walking up Fremont and there they were, man, and it's it just whoa, there's Morris Day in a time, baby. Yeah. More- They're good. Vegas seems like a Morris Day kind of town, well, though, doesn't yeah. it? Right, especially Fremont <laughs> Street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He probably owns half of Vegas, yeah. and we just don't know it. Probably. Yeah. Um, okay, so downtown San Antonio is reality TV now. Well, it always has been. <laughs> this has just gotten to, to the levels of stupidity. The news story out this morning, and Gilbert Garcia, my friend over at the Express News, writes about it. Councilman Mario Bravo's bitter tirade reduces colleague Anna Sandoval to tears. Nirenberg may act today. Boom, boom, boom. Now, you know, here's a cultural reference that most people don't remember, but soap operas, right? Okay, so I call it reality TV because most people know reality TV. Real, real housewives and all that now, right? So they were a thing. They were boyfriend, girlfriend, or 
the common vernacular term that's in the paper today, romantic partner. Ugh. Oh, my God. You're not a romantic partner. You're boyfriend, girlfriend, okay? Uh, exactly. Thank you, Jimmy. So anyway, they were boyfriend and girlfriend, and now they're, you know, one's from District 1, one's from District 7. They both were radical environmentalists before they got onto the city council. Mario Bravo wanted to do some environmental crapola, and I you remember that when he came on the show with the $75 million from CPS, and I shot him down on that. I don't want to give that back to the citizens. We want to do environmental crapola. And I said, uh-uh, you give it back, man. That's We, we deserve that money back as, as ratepayers. He didn't like me very much after that, but Anna Sandoval, apparently, according to the article now, she had told him that she was going to go along with him on some of this envi- radical environmental crap all that he wanted to do with that $75 million, until they got up there. And once they got up there, she changed, and she decided to abstain from the vote, which brought about a tie, so he lost. So he finds her in the hallway. Come here, baby mama. <laughs> I want to talk to you. <laughs> and he starts yelling at her or something in the hallway, you know. And and somewhere in there, he says to her, according to the paper now, he says to her, I'm glad we didn't have kids together. And she starts crying. (laughs) She starts crying. She starts crying. So then they go back up to city council, and they start debating, and he starts raking her over the coals in city council and open city council. And Annie Segovia jumps in. And you know Andy's about as much of a panty waste as you're ever going to meet. And Andy says, I told you to not be talking about the other city council people. You have to be talking about the ideas, not the other city council person. Councilman, you need to stop it. You know. Anyway, the whole thing is just, this is what you get. This is what you voted for. 87% of people in San Antonio who are registered to vote did not turn out to vote in the previous election. And you got a bunch of weirdos and chillins. That's what you got. You got a bunch of weirdos and chillins who are up there at city council right now first of all to bravo get over yourself okay really seriously you need to get over yourself uh, second of all anna sandoval hun if you can't take somebody coming to your face and and, and getting in your grill you know co- co-worker like that in the hallway and getting in your grill and saying hey man what's the deal why you told me you lied to me why did you lie to me about this and you break out in tears about it, and the mayor feels like he's got to come in and rescue you from that, you need to get some big boy pants if you're going to play in the big boy world. It's all just utter stupidity. And it goes back to what you hear me say all the time. Elections have consequences. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Some talk in the morning. Now on yeah. FM 1071. Funky dope. Change, We got the Friday funk going on. Thank you for your emails about it. I really appreciate you letting me know you enjoy the Friday funk. It's also Red Friday. Remember, everyone deployed. It's something I started years ago here, uh, wearing red shirts on Friday to, well, just remember everybody deployed. It's caught on, and uh, we thank you for doing that as well. There's Don, there's Jimmy, there's Elaine, 210-599-5555. As always, you're welcome to jump in here at any time. 210-599-5555. going to circle back to where we were yesterday on the fentanyl issue because i i believe that greg abbott is correct i believe that more than 12 states attorney generals are correct i believe this is the crisis that we need to be dealing with right now of course we have the inflation issue 
Of course, we have the crime issue. But right now, top of mind is what's going on with fentanyl. And I'm going to lay some facts on you here. And I'll get your reaction here in the next few minutes. Number one, more young people are dying from fentanyl than from school shootings. Now, I want you to think about that for just a couple of seconds because every time we hear of a tragic, horrific school shooting that happens like Uvalde, we hear Biden and the Democrats start screaming for gun control, that somehow guns are the problem, somehow law-abiding citizens, somehow supporters of the NRA, somehow supporters of the Second Amendment are to blame for the children who got shot in the schools, so we need to take guns away from people inside the country. Now, there's a theme in all of this. Fentanyl is killing more. When you talk about 100,000 in one year from February to February, and we're now into September, obviously, and so we don't even have the new numbers yet as to how many fentanyl has killed from February till now. But that was just one year. And it's flowing unrestricted across an open border. They're quick to scream about gun control when there's a school shooting, but you have more young people dying from fentanyl flowing across the border, and they won't say a word. Biden and the Democrats are completely silent on the fentanyl issue. They will not talk about controlling the border. They will not talk about the cartels, as Greg Abbott has done this week. They will not talk about China, who is supplying the chemicals to make the fentanyl to the cartels to come across the open border. So in a really horrific way, their silence is violence, using their words, because they refuse to say anything about it, much less do anything about it. They refuse to. There are a number of things that our federal government can do. The last half hour is telling you about Ron DeSantis, who is going to make a phenomenal president someday. And Ron DeSantis did some executive orders yesterday that said, and he named several countries, but China is chief among them, that the state of Florida, in its official capacity, the government of Florida, is not going to buy products or services from anymore. Can you imagine... If our federal government were to do that, if our federal government were to say to China, we're not, I don't care what our citizens are doing, the private sector, the car companies, the television companies, they can continue to do business. But as a government and our government contractors, meaning our military and others, we're not going to do business with China. We're not going to buy anything from you. Can you imagine how quickly they'll, they'll stop the flow of those chemicals to the cartels that are cooking up the fentanyl and bring it across the open border? Can you imagine how fast that would stop? That's all it would take. So what I would like to see are other states like Texas and the other red states in America start to do what DeSantis did and say, in an official capacity, we're not doing business with these countries anymore. He named Venezuela as well, right? Because Venezuela is emptying their prisons and sending all their bad guys up here. Why would why in the world would you buy goods and services or give money to, as the federal government does, to these countries that are emptying their prisons and sending the worst here. Why would we continue to give billions of dollars to Mexico? They do no interdiction whatsoever on any of these issues. Why do we continue to send billions to Mexico every year? So stop it. Just cut it off. Here's another thing. 
the border. You go through more security checkpoints at the airport and more security at the airport than people walking across the border. They're waved on in. Just come on in. They don't go through a metal detector. They don't take their shoes off. Nobody rifles through a bag. Nobody checks them out. They don't have to put their hands up and get x-rayed. None of that happens. They just come on in. And many of them have fentanyl and other things on them, guns and other drugs that they're bringing into the country. So you, as a citizen of this country, you, as a law-abiding citizen, a taxpayer of this country, anytime you fly, you're going through more security at the airport than people crossing over the border are. More than a dozen states' attorney generals are begging Joe Biden to declare fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction. And you know what they heard back from Joe Biden? Crickets. Nothing. i got to tell you, folks, it is. That's exactly what it is. In 2019, the weapon of mass destruction that China unleashed on the world, but primarily on the United States, was covid And now they're unleashing another weapon of mass destruction on the world, but primarily the United States. It's called fentanyl. When are we going to wake up and start acting like we're at war? Because they are. They're at war. They are sending weapons of mass destruction into our country, and they are invading our country 8,000 plus per day coming across the southern border into the United States. 8,000 plus per day. No security, no going through metal detectors, no taking the shoes off like you at the airport. And more young people are dying from fentanyl than are dying from school shootings. More people are dying from fentanyl than died in 9-11. And we had all of these security measures and the Patriot Act, and they read your emails with a FICA court, FISA court. They can go through and they can read your emails. And you take your shoes off. And they, they pull you to the side. They give you a pat down. And they wand you and all this stuff. And yet the border? No. They're free to walk on in. Free to bring fentanyl right in here. And i got to say this about the fentanyl that they're bringing. It's not the pharmaceutical-grade fentanyl, which is very strong. But with as strong as the pharmaceutical-grade fentanyl is, the fentanyl that they're cooking in Mexico and bringing across is many, many, many times stronger. Merely touching it or inhaling it can kill you. And what is even worse is they're not even calling it fentanyl. ABC has a story this morning about a young football player, high school age, who had a bad back because of football. So he went online and ordered up Percocet. He thought it was Percocet. He took one. Fifteen minutes later, he was dead. It was fentanyl. Smuggled into the country, fentanyl. He bought it online. This stuff is all over the schools. And they're disguising it as Xanax, Oh, you want a Xanax pill to relax a little bit? Yeah, here you go. And it's fentanyl, and the kids are dying. 
They're disguising it as hydrocodone. Hey, you need something for your pain? Okay, here's a hydrocodone pill. Boom, you take it. Boom, you're dead in 15 minutes or less unless somebody has Narcan on hand. And if you don't have some, get it from the pharmacy. And now, worst of all, worst of all, they're describing it or, or disguising it to look like candy. Candy. Rainbow. It looks like, if you haven't seen it, it looks like either Skittles or Sweet Tarts. All with the purpose of destroying a generation here in America, and they're well about it. They're getting after it. When you have 100,000 die in one year, how many more in just a few months from that one year to now, they are wiping out an entire generation. And yet, more more young people dying from that than mass school shootings, and they want to take your gun away. They want to destroy the NRA. They want to destroy responsible gun owners of America. They want to destroy you. They want to destroy the Second Amendment. Because to the Democrats, you are the enemy. Not the cartels. Not China. It's certainly not their own open border. Because, you see... If they said anything about the open border or China or the cartels, you see they'd be implicating themselves in this crime of killing these children. And I happen to believe they're guilty of it. I happen to believe that as it, their silence is violence. They're not saying anything about it. They're not doing anything about it. So they're as responsible for the deaths of these children, young people in America, our youth. They're wiping out an entire generation with fentanyl, wiping them out. The Biden Democrats claim that Republicans are the terrorists who are a threat to America. If you go to a school board meeting, you're a terrorist. If you own a gun, you're responsible for school shooters. If you have a a membership to the NRA, you're responsible for school shooters. And yet fentanyl is all over this country, and young people are dying and dying and dying. So what does all this mean? Well, it's a crisis. It's huge. And we have a very important election come up in in November. Now, you've heard me talk about that over and over again. You've heard Sean talk about it, and you've heard Jack talk about it. And I know the boys in the middle of the day talk about it. I can't tell you how significant our decision in November is going to be. And I'm appealing right now not, you know, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm neither one. I'm a patriot who loves this country, and I want this country saved. I want the republic saved. So I'm appealing to everybody. I don't care what letter you have behind your name or no letter at all. I don't care if you smoke dope or drink beer on the weekend. I really don't care. What I care about is this country and future generations. And what I'm hoping is that you're not going to be partisan and protect your little partisan fiefdom in November because they are destroying the country. Those of you who call yourselves Democrats, the people that are Democrats in the leadership positions, they're destroying our children, and they're destroying the United States of America bit by bit, piece by piece. All you got to do is look at the economic numbers that have completely changed in the past 18 months. All you got to do is go to the grocery store. All you got to do is go to the fast food joint. That's all you got to do. Or all you got to do is turn on the news and see the crime that's rampant on the streets. Or all you got to do is do your own investigation into fentanyl on the open borders and see what's going on. 
We have a scrappy guy by the name of Ron DeSantis. He got a lot of attention this week sending people to, to Martha's Vineyard. He got a lot of attention on what's going on at the border that otherwise would not have been there. And now he's cutting off business with China. He's doing all he can do. The rest of us need to do what we can do. And what that means is November. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, monkey, elephant, jackass. I don't care. It really doesn't matter. The future of our country is on the line in November. And elections have consequences. And, oh, Lord, we're living with the consequences right now. All right, 621 KTSA, and I can take your calls at 210-599-5555. But first, got to tell you about my friend, Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery is a brilliant dentist and an outstanding medical doctor. You see, he's a surgeon, so he can do all kinds of procedures for you to get you in the best health when it comes to your teeth and gums and the oral. I mean, he's amazing at all this work. Whether you need to have tooth extractions done, you need to have some taken out, maybe it's the wisdom teeth, maybe you got a young one coming up in the family and your wisdom teeth are starting to poke out and they've got to go, he can do all of that. Or maybe you're already missing some teeth and you need some implants done. He can do single implants or two or three at a time, or he can do all on four, uppers, lowers, whatever, to really get you a fantastic smile and can turn around your life in a, in a lot of different ways. My friend, Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery. All of the prices are right there on the website at rivercityoms.com, so you'll know exactly what you're going to pay for the procedures that he does, and you can always give him a call and schedule your own appointment, too, at River City Oral Surgery, 210-778-0002. Going to be sunny and very warm all weekend, 99 today and 95 Saturday and Sunday. Right now it's 71 at KTSA. All right, so 626 at 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Treywear page at KTSA.com. Well, today they are going to roll out the Republicans are their commitment to America. It's kind of like the uh, contract with America that Newt Gingrich had in 1994. They were originally going to do that on the 19th, which was Monday, but the Queen's funeral, and they didn't want to, you know, do that. They wanted to make sure that they had enough people watching. An economy that's strong, a nation that's safe, a future that is built on freedom, and a government that is accountable. Those are the four pillars of what they're going to roll out a little bit later on today up in Pittsburgh. So I'll have more on that as we roll forward this morning. I do want to take your calls at 210-599-5555. And coming up in the next half hour as well, normalizing nonsense, (laughs) which the media is all about right now. And I'll tell you more about that coming up. All right, 210-599-5555. What do you think about this fentanyl crisis? What do you think about Greg Abbott, our governor, going after the cartels? Uh, What do you think about the lack of anybody doing anything from a federal perspective? Steve, you're on KTSA. Good morning to you and happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday to you and all of San Antonio. Uh, when 9-11 happened, Trey, I was probably one of the only people in an office of about 100 that was not shocked, was not surprised. I remember some of my coworkers were going, hey, man, I said, hey, they've been telling us for years they're going to do this. That's right. I think, I think that was one of my first calls the yep. day following was one of my first calls to uh, KTSA. It was. I remember it. I remember it, Steve. In fact, in fact, Steve, real quick, I'm not interrupting you, but real quick, we talked about 1993, the blind shake having the, the car bomb go off, the van bomb in the bottom of the World Trade Center. Go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, the, the Chinese and, and Dr. Fauci have gotten away with COVID, 
And you were talking about uh, the Chinese connection and this fentanyl yesterday. I want everybody to know that China and Fauci have got away with it. No repercussion, no, no nothing, no consequence, no nothing. And, and last week in the South Texas brush country, three illegal alien Chinese nationals were apprehended by the sheriff's department out there and, and turned over like business as usual just turned over to ICE. You remember those terrorists wanted to fly jet planes and not learn how to land. And nobody asked the question, business as usual, no problem. I want everybody, I'm telling everybody right now, it, this is not good and, and it's coming. But I, the other thing I just want to leave you with, Trey, I'm telling everybody that'll listen, prepare, because the Democrats are planning on bringing pain this winter. Yeah, they are. So you better start preparing now. Yeah. Uh, and Steve, thank you. I've been talking about that. Go buy some firewood. Make sure you've got lots of extra blankets and all that stuff so you can keep yourself warm because you won't. many won't be able to afford the heating cost that it's going to take this year. Thank you, uh, Steve. Uh, also, uh, as far as, uh, you know, Chinese uh, illegal aliens coming in, being arrested, uh, they walked up on four Pakistanis walking down the road the other day, and Pakistan had just some jihadists there, had just told terrorists to go to the united states and now they're they're finding pakistanis walking on the streets of our cities and they're just letting them go it's catch and release so it's it's that and it's of course the network of all the uh gangbangers that have been sent in here and the people who are beholden to the cartels that's also an entire army that lives among us all every day all day jimmy can you bring up line two because my phone's not working over here let's go to line two and jim you're on ktsa go right ahead sir Yes, sir. Uh, as far as this Republican rollout, I'm all for it, but I'm going to tell you, and you're going to think I'm crazy, but I haven't been wrong yet. Maybe this is the first time. You do not want McCarthy in there, Speaker. That's another John Boehner. That's another Paul Ryan. That guy, he talks the talk. He will not walk the walk. That's the last man you want in there, Speaker. I guarantee it. Well, uh, Jim, I don't think you're wrong. I do not think you're wrong. I, I think the guy is Jim Jordan. I would love to see him in that position. Or there is a couple others I'll get into a little bit later. George, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Fire away. Uh, Trey, I'm fine with doing away with Trey with China, but the only problem is they make, uh, I understand, the majority of our medicine. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's right. And so if we do away with China, we do away with our, with our, our medicine. That, if we re- that's why I believe, well, first of all, we've we got to change that, right, George? So, and, and thank you for the call. I've got to jump and run. First of all, we've got to change that. We've got to start making our own medicines. We've got to become self-sustainable on our own without relying on China. They do not have the best interests of this country, you, me, or anybody else at heart. But that's going to take years to change that. So what we need to do is do what DeSantis is doing, and that is cut off all official state business. And the private sector, the pharmaceutical companies, they can continue on. But all official state business, no more buying of anything uh, from China. And that will get their attention in about 10 minutes, and they'll stop this crap. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Yeah. Cameo. Word up on Funky Friday at 639. 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page KTSA.com. My show opening monologue is up there right now. Just type in Trey KTSA into your browser and check it out uh, when you get a chance to listen. I call it normalizing nonsense. That's my term for it. Normalizing nonsense. You know, <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld used to say, Words mean things. He was great about that, you know. 
what we know we don't know. What we know is that we don't know what we don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's just brilliant. Words mean things. In the Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx talked about destroying what is to rebuild it the way you want it to be. Hence, why we had BLM, that's a Marxist organization, destroy a lot of what America was two summers ago, taking down statues, all that kind of stuff, now replacing the names of schools, now replacing the names of even military bases because the military in America is all woke now, bought off on the Marxist theory of replacing what is to, uh, or destroying what is to replace it with uh, with what you want it to be. They're doing that with the language, but the, the, the Marxists and the, and the communists are in our government. I want you to listen to this piece. Now, this is a, a little, you know, from a time back, just a little bit back. But this is one of the times that the oil executives from Shell, Mobil, Exxon Mobil, and the others were testifying before Congress. And this is a man from Shell, one of the CEOs from Shell, talking about Congress uh, clamping down, and the Democrats clamping down on production and how it relates to what we're paying. But what's interesting, you're going to hear Mad Maxine Waters, her comment about why they're driving up the price of oil Hence, the price of gasoline at the pump. It's done intentionally by Democrats. It's Marxist communist theory. Listen to this. Guarantee to the American people because of the inaction of the United States Congress ever increasing prices unless the demand comes down. And the $5 will look like a very low price in the years to come if we are prohibited from finding new reserves, new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um, Excuse me? Would all be about, about... About what, Matt? Basically, mm -hmm. taking over mm. Mm. and the government running all of your companies. There you go. She's telling the oil companies the reason that we are squeezing you guys so tight and keeping you from looking for new sources and keeping you from coming up with new ways of supply. The end game for this liberal, she says, actually socialist communist, is for the government to take over and run your businesses. Now, words mean things, right? So back to... The whole normalizing nonsense, okay? Page six today, which is kind of like, remember the star insert in the newspaper on Sunday? Okay, it's kind of what's going on with the celebrities and all that. Halsey. I don't know if you know her or not, but she's a singer. <laughs> she's got a lot of problems. A lot of problems. So let me just read a little bit of how page six is talking about Halsey today. Here's the headline. Halsey one, this is, we're, Halsey's one person, by the way, a female. Halsey wonders if they chose the wrong life and calls it suffocating. Halsey revealed they sometimes wonder if they chose the wrong life after confessing they feel a deep sadness. Halsey's one person, a girl. I wonder often if I chose the wrong life for myself, they added atop a photo of burning candles, and the weight of it suffocating. I'm sorry that melancholy has penetrated my art in a way that hasn't served a greater purpose other than my own self-loathing. They continued, 
I am approaching my 28th birthday in a week and just now exhaling and gasping for air for the first time since I took a single breath in this new life at 18. The closer singer went on to say they feel as if they're wandering lawlessly but hope to find meaning in their life through music soon. If you cannot be kind, at least be gentle, they concluded the message, adding with love. Halsey has been always open about their battle with bipolar disorder after they attempted suicide and were admitted to a psychiatric hospital at 17. Not only has the Without Me songstress been dealing with their mental health over the past couple of years, but they've also been diagnosed with a plethora of other health issues. We're talking about one individual, but she has decided to call herself they, and normalizing nonsense is when a credible newspaper starts to say, yeah, I'm going to call you by a stupid, nonsensical pronoun that doesn't apply to you. Folks, it's not just having a choice over your own pronoun or choosing whether you're a boy or a girl, which is stupid anyway. You can't choose your gender. You're either a boy or a girl, but you're certainly not multiple people. This right here is an attack on the English language, just like taking down the statue in downtown San Antonio is, a, is an attack on our history. It's not, it's not the same. I mean, not different. It is exactly the same. This is an attack on the normative processes and a common language. And I tell you what, if you've never read The Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire, please do. It's going to take you a little while to do it, but please do. When they gave up their common language, their entire culture, and then as a people, they were destroyed. They're destroying the English language. One person is not a they. What are you going to teach kids in school? How are you going to teach them a language when this kind of nonsense, and I say normalizing nonsense, this kind of nonsense exists? Because now it's normalizing the fa the newspaper. In just a few short years, this nonsense is going to be normal because people are reading at the newspaper, and they're hearing it on TV, and they're going to go, oh, well, one person is a they. Well, then the common principles that you have set up for your language do not apply anymore, and then you've just got chaos. Words, my friend Don Rumsfeld said, words mean things. If you are a person, a singular person, you are not a they. You are a he or a she. You are a male or a female. That's your choice. That's it. That's all you can choose. If we're going to have a common language in this country, if we're going to know what we mean when we speak to each other, if you're going to understand me and if I'm going to understand you, we have to agree on certain principles. <laughs> we have to agree on what those principles are. And we have to agree that words mean things. And we have to agree on the definitions of those words, that what they mean in the definition is what they are. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to understand each other. We're going to have to go back to writing pictures on the walls in caves. Right. You just said it, Jimmy. We're going to emojis. It's exactly right. We're going to emojis. Normalizing nonsense. One more, and then I'll take the break. Headline. No evidence that slain North Dakota teen was Republican extremist. Now, wait a minute. 
This story came from Sunday night when the 41-year-old wacko got in his truck, chased down a teen in a uh, in an alleyway, and ran him over, committed murder. It was cold-blooded murder. And ran him over. And he said, when the police asked him, why did you do it? He said, because he's a Republican extremist. Now, Joe Biden is the one who made up that term. He made it up. It's not a real term. It's a made-up term by the President of the United States about his opponents. But now the police and the media in North Dakota are accepting the term Republican extremist. It's a made-up term. Can anyone define a Republican extremist for me? Other than Joe Biden, who just pulled it out of his butt, can you define it for me? No, you cannot. Once again, we do. It, it, it's not real. It doesn't exist. Now, you might be an extremist who says you are a Republican, just like there are extremists who say that they are a Democrat. But not all Republicans are extremists. And that's exactly what the police labeled this as and exactly what the media are going with. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Just for courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. All right, let's get to your calls now at KTSA. Tony, happy Friday. You're on KTSA. Good morning. Hey, thank you. Uh, I want to say good weekend to everybody. Not from this town, but people here are dumb enough to vote Democrat. So it's it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, it's just it's just not going to happen. So. It's tough, man. It really is. It's a, it's a Democrat county, right? It's a Democrat city, and eighty seven percent of registered voters don't even bother to show up at the polls. So you that's how you get Ron Nirenberg, and you get these dumbasses on city council who are fighting with you know one guy's fighting with his baby mama over you know stupidity. So it's just yes, yeah, you're exactly right. Line two there, Jimmy. If you can punch that up for me. I appreciate it. Uh, Lee, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Trey. Uh, yesterday I was sitting in a sitting area at a nursing home, and they had Fox on. and had Pete Buttigieg saying that diesel fuel is racist. But also there's a worker sitting in there, a black lady. And she said, what? Neither one of us, her's a black lady, or maybe the white man could figure out what he was talking about. Well, I'll, ta- I'll take it one better on you there, Lee. Thank you very much for your call. Uh, yesterday, they were also talking about how these ring doorbell cameras, they're racist, too. Ooh, how are they racist? What do you mean? Those doorbell cameras are racist. Well, because the majority of people committing the crimes are black. So when they come to the front door to break in, you know, and the ring doorbell sees them, well, then that's it's just racist. That That's their reasoning, not mine. They said that, not me. They also said, well, with the BLM riots, the ring doorbell cameras were used to hunt them down and track down the people who were doing the BLM riotings on the street. So the ring doorbell cameras are racist. See, that's the point with Pete Buttigieg saying stuff like that, stupidity, that, you know, diesel fuel is is racist. When this person, this singer, is a one individual, but a newspaper, a credible newspaper, by the way, is calling her they throughout an entire article. We've lost commonality, and Jimmy hit it right on the, right on the head. I said, we're going to go back to drawing on walls in the caves, and he said, emojis, we already have. We're already back to that. So we're not going to understand each other. In the future, we will just not have a common language, and that right there leads to the downfall. Back in a minute with Warren Rima, KTSA.